0: Welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live a more occupational, a more functional, a more independent life through the lens of an occupational therapist. We're here in Season 4, talking through the lens of an occupational therapist, my own life, different ideas, different concepts, different things inside, outside the home, how to live that more functional, more independent, more occupational life, looking at things from how we live our own life. We're going to take a hiatus after today. God willing, we're going to take our winter hiatus and then we'll be back for a little bit, God willing, with also another spring hiatus, God willing, and then God willing, we'll make it to the end of the year to close out out season four. We'd like to go through the duration of the school year. Tonight, I want to talk to you a little bit about Hanukkah. I love this holiday. This holiday is very near and dear to me. I talked last night about how it's my favorite holiday the entire year, very underrated, very underappreciated, very un- very under understood. You know, there's a lot of talk about many other holidays in the the year, especially around this time of year, but for Hanukkah, which is also known as Hanukkah, the idea being that a long time ago, we ha- during the time of the of the Second Temple, we were ruled by a different culture, by a different society, that of the Greeks, and then. Um, then we we were not given the right privileges, not given the right way of life, not the right way of autonomy and control. They took away some of our major, major mitzvahs, which are ways of living our life in the Judaic realm and Judaism, especially that of, of setting the course of the Jewish calendar every month and, and setting the course of the Sabbath and circumcision, which are very important, fundamental traits and mitzvahs for Jewish people to have and there were a group of people that rose up and said this is not okay you can't take away our spiritual life it's almost as bad as taking away physical life like we've seen throughout history many times and and god gave them the power they stood up and the might and the mighty fell to the hands of the few they were able to rededicate the the temple and when they came to the temple they wanted to light the menorah their hanukkah their their candelabra if you will in the temple but there was no olive oil it has to be from olive oil they went through the whole temple And they couldn't find anything but a tiny, tiny flask of oil that probably wasn't even enough to last for one night, but it lasted for eight nights. And that's where we get the idea of eight nights from. Just a very short, succinct version of why we celebrate this beautiful, wonderful holiday of... Of Hanukkah and it's involved with the idea of oily foods because of the olive oil and the candles, which reminds us and represents the candelabrum. We think about the the candle, the fire burning of the Torah way of life, where we're trying to make a difference in the world to make the world a better place. And we're so thankful to God for giving us this and re, and and regifting us our life and our spiritual heritage in that time. And we give gifts to each other to remind ourselves that we're so thankful, we're so happy that Hashem God saved us. And brought us to to a wonderful state of being in that time, and there also the idea of the dreidel, because there's an old old story about how when the Greeks were going around and they're trying to find the, the people, Jewish people, trying to round them up and, and make sure that they were doing the orders of the Greeks that they found children and instead of the children learning or whatnot, which would be against the Greek decree, they instead played a game called like the dreidels and they were playing dreidels spinning different tops. So the reminiscent of that and the geld, the money, the Hanuki and the coins involved all sort of different elements that relate to the holiday. The whole holiday to me is just the best, best holiday of the whole year. You know, it's not like other holidays where you have to worry about, like, cleaning the house for Passover, or going outside to the hut on Sucus or eating dairy's thing up all night for Shavuot, and you don't have to, to spend money on, on giving giving uh, giving themed gifts on Purim, which maybe we'll talk about at that time of year, God-willingly netter, but... And and Hanukkah is just my favorite of the whole year. But there's also different elements of Hanukkah people don't know about. You know, the big one, a lot of people, in, even in secular culture, even in, in society, they understand that there's the menorah, but it's always lit eight. But that's only the last night, is eight. Every other night you light going upwards from one to eight. So the first night is one, and then you go two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Really, one, one menorah per, per family member is really good, but a man and his wife can light together, and then kids can light, and... Depending on how you look at it But really It's a wonderful, wonderful holiday So people think about Like the latke Which is an oily food They think about the sufganiyah Which is a donut Usually a jelly donut Or it could be filled with something else Like custard But there's also games involved You know, the dreidel is a big game Which again is reminiscent of When the kids were found in caves And they would play this game instead And there's different letters on the dreidel Different Hebrew letters There's the 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 nun for nace Which stands for a miracle Gadol a great miracle A big one for gimel Hayah happened or was for H, for Hey, excuse me, and Shem. We say Shem when we're not in Israel because it took place in Israel where the temple was, and we hope the new temple will, will speedily come in our days, and that's Shem. But in Israel, they say Po, Neskadol, Hayah, Po. Those four Hebrew letters, the Nun, Gimel, Hey, and Pei for Israel, and Shin for here. And when you play it, there's different rules involved. So when you spin that dreidel and the dreidel falls on whatever letter, that's how much. Is involved. So if the kids were playing in the game, in the cave, and they would do it uh, to to gather some 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 rocks or something, whoever had the gimel would get all the rocks. The gimel for gadol, you get everything. So if you play with like makeshift coins or gelt, a lot of people use, and you want to go uh, an extreme route, some people use prizes or or coins or real money or whatnot. But wouldn't advise that, but. There's different rules. I don't know all the rules even. I can't even remember, but like, hey is half and none is some and, and one of them is nothing and gimel is all. So you roll those, those things and that's the Hanukkah game involved. But there's so many aspects also. You know, people don't even think about the, the, other aspects the the idea of the candles the lights is how we're supposed to make our lives fully functional fully occupation based how we're supposed to actually reach out to people around us and fill our lives with meaning fill our lives with hope when i light those candles with my wife and my kids and I see the candles burning. It gives me peace and it gives me harmony. It makes me fill with hope and fill with the idea of how there's supposed to be a candle burning within us, a passion burning within us to make the world a better place. So for me, besides being an OT, it's doing the shows. And I'm also working on a side project of an idea, which I hope pans out, I hope works out also. But something, if you have an idea, you've got to find it, you've got to capitalize on it, and you've got to coin it, you've got to go with it. And whatever you can do, that's the idea of lighting those Shabbos, Sabbath candles also. The peace fills the home and permeates the home. And then there's singing involved also. You know, this holiday is so underutilized, underappreciated. It's such a beautiful holiday. And the whole idea of giving gifts, just not not with any character element involved, just for the sake of the fact that we're appreciative of having the family and we're appreciative that God gave us life as a gift, so too we try to get the kids involved and, and get them to be involved with another, but... I wanted my kids to be involved, so like we talked about, they helped me wrap it, and, and I told them which gifts we were going to find and, and what we could find for them, and each night a different gift. That's eight times the amount of, of of other things, other aspects, not just one night, but eight nights how we understand every day we lead up and we love, we try to influence around us, and each day we look forward to lighting candles, each day we look forward to singing, we say the brachos, the blessings on the candles, how there was a wonderful miracle that happened for us back in the day, how God sustains us and brings us each point of the year and how, you know, we, we have the blessing to be able to actually light the candles. The candles are a wonderful thing. If you've never experienced Hanukkah, it is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful holiday. And then we have songs singing about how these candles are wonderful. We're not supposed to benefit from them. We're supposed to look at them, but they're not supposed to be our main source of light. And then we sing a whole song, a beautiful catchy song, which I try to do on the gu- guitar for the kids. Ender, and, and it's just a beautiful song that takes in the holiday. But for, to me, this is like the quintessential. There's gifts involved, there's really delicious foods involved, there's candles involved, there's singing involved. And a lot of times there's so many wonderful events, especially geared towards kids in whatever community you are. To get them into the Hanukkah Spirit into the Holy Spirit, and many times around the world, if you haven't noticed this eight branched candelabra it's to represent the eight nights that the candles burn that the that the that the lights burn, and there 's one in the middle, which is the shamash, the main one, which really is supposed to light the other ones and then stand tall in the middle, standing up and and giving the light in general. Which you're allowed to benefit from in general. But anyway, those candles around the world, when you see those big menorahs, a lot of times Chabad, the wonderful organization, the Jewish Outreach Organization, has those beautiful big menorahs and they have one in the White House. They have one around the world. If you look for that, it represents such a beautiful story in Jewish history, also in world history. And... Just getting to know the story, I wanted to bring the story to you because for me, it's one of the most fulfilling and most awesome parts of the entire winter. Winter could be cold, could be dreary, could be dark, could be depressing. But Hanukkah comes with the lights to light us up. One candle could banish the darkness, which is a lesson in and of itself. One person can change the world. One person can influence the world. One candle Could banish the darkness. In the olden days, they didn't have flashlights and electricity. If they were camping out in the woods, they had to light candles. And if the woods were pitch dark, that one candle could banish the darkness. So eight times the candle can banish the darkness eight times as much. In these deep, dark winter months, when it's so cold, so dreary, and I leave us with this before we take our winter hiatus... When we have these deep, deep, dark months, we just look for the light, we look for the fire, we look for the flame within us and within each other. What drives you? What can we do to change the world? Hanukkah teaches me, besides for the Shabbos candles on a weekly basis, that, they, that even though the dark days seem ahead, it seems gloomy, it seems so cold, but the warmth of the candles, the flames, the fire, the candle... Burning shows that there is hope. We could bring light to this world. The world can seem so dark, especially during the crazy times we're living here in the pandemic of 2020. But if you look, there is hope. There is goodness in the world. There are good people in the world. There's faith in humanity restored. The candles remind us these beautiful, spiritual, deep messages of what Hanukkah is really all about. The flame of Torah, the flame of goodness, spreading good kindness, spreading good deeds around and spreading Goodness in the world is what this holiday is all about. And even though it has these wonderful aspects, which which might seem superficial with the gifts... And the frying foods, but really it has really deep meanings as well, really deep messages, which I hope resonate with not just me, but all of you as well. And we'll leave it as there. So Hanukkah is a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Hope you learned a little bit more about it, even though there's much, much more to learn. It was very succinct. Of course, I'm not a rabbi or anything, just showing you from an OT perspective, an occupational therapy perspective, how I feel so fulfilled in this holiday. And in general, we should all feel feel fulfilled in the holidays and in this time of year, how it should be about giving, and about helping, and changing, and making the world a better place. Even when the winter seems dark, even when the world seems dark, there's such ways to bring hope, to bring goodness to us, to our families, to our friends, and everyone around us. So God willing, we'll see you when we come back from the winter hiatus And Mirza Blineder. We hope you have a wonderful hiatus, a wonderful break. And stay tuned when we come back to continue Season 4 of OT Talk with Mr. T. Have a great winter, and I'm your host, Mr. T.